Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. 60% of people are suffering from a chronic disease today. There are five main sources in our home that are contributing to those chronic diseases. And most people have no idea that they're using materials within their homes that are actually making them sick. What if you could clean your home safely? You could have easy to make recipes with items you already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. Um, welcome back to the show, everyone. I am so thrilled to have this guest because we're going to be talking the basics in nutrition and health and, and all other things there and healthy fats and not healthy fats and all that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you what, this speaker that our uh, guest that I have today, really, he is all about life, health, human nature, nature, and, and how we all coexist and really how we light up from the inside. And I'm going to let him tell and share his story, but he is the co-founder of Udo's Choice. It's basics in nutrition. It's from probiotics and fats and supplements, and I'll let him explain the rest of it, but you can find it all in Whole Foods and other health food stores throughout the world. He was the pioneer in flaxseed oil after his own personal experience, and you know I love guests with their personal experience, of pesticide poisoning. He was the inventor of the machinery and methods to bring healthy oils to the marketplace. He is an author and a speaker. He's been presenting on stages with uh, the likes of Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra, and I'm so excited to have Udo Erasmus with us. Thank you. Hi, glad to be here. I love doing this. Absolutely. We are um, really going to hear, I want to hear your story and what that led you down the path to, because your path has really been quite interesting in all the different avenues you've gone down to get where you are today. Well, I have two stories. One is a longer story and one is a shorter story. The shorter story got me interested in health. Okay. My marriage broke up in 1976. And I was really upset and I wanted mm -hmm. to kill something. So I took a full-time job as a pesticide sprayer. Mm. And I was very careless. I walked barefoot over the lawns that I had sprayed with weed killers until the skin pe peeled off the bottom of my feet. At that point, I decided to wear rubber boots. But it was a summer job and I'm blonde. I was blonde. <laughs> Before I was white, I was blonde. And uh, I wanted, always wanted to have a tan. So I would just wear a bathing suit, had a tractor with a big tank. Mm -hmm. And I was be in a bathing suit in rubber boots, spraying lawns and spraying trees and spraying gardens. And, and I was really careless. Mm -hmm. And people even said to me, aren't you worried you're going to get poisoned? And I said, nah, I'm immune. You know, this, <laughs> I think some people call that testosterone poisoning. It happens to young men until they get their first 
um, major crisis. Right, right, exactly. And so after three years of doing it carelessly, I got poisoned and I went to the doctor and said, what do you got for pesticide poisoning? She said, nothing. Mm. And at that point, the penny dropped for me. Oh, my health is my responsibility. It totally changed. Yeah. And I started looking in the journals about how to get healthy again. Mm -hmm. And the idea is, well, the body's made out of food, water mm -hmm. and air, of course, too. But the body's made out of food. So if your body's breaking down, if you raise your standard of food intake mm -hmm. closer to fresh, whole, raw, organic, mostly plant-based, in line with nature, the way nature created everything. Right. Because nature or life created the genetic program and the, 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 the needs that the body has, and also nature created the fulfillment of those needs. Right. And the closer you live in line with that, the better a job you're going to do here, mm -hmm. ensure that life has what it needs to make a body that works. Right. So if you're, so if you're sick and you raise your standard, mm -hmm. then within one year, you will have rebuilt your body 98% to that higher standard. Isn't That's why healing is possible because the body's always turning over. Yes. Over, every day, half a pound of your body goes in the bucket, you know, mm -hmm. goes in the, I mean, skin sloughing off and lining of your digestive tract, mm -hmm. going down the toilet. And that always has to be replaced. So we're, we're a, our body is a major construction site. Right. So raise the standard, you get a better construction. Right. So that so, was the idea of it. And I got stuck on fats because it was the most complicated area. They are the most sensitive of our nutrients, omega-3 and omega-6. Mm -hmm. They need the most care. They're damaged by light, oxygen, and heat. They need mm -hmm. to be protected from them. And even though they are the nutrients that need the most care, we give them the least care. We throw them in the frying pan where light, oxygen, and heat damage them all at the same time. Right. And fried oils fry health. Right. And frying is the worst stupid idea we've ever come up with for something to do to our foods. And when mm. you fry your foods, they your foods will your fried foods will fry your health. So I say oils are vindictive. They treat you like you treat them. You take care of them, they'll take care of you. You fry them, they'll fry you. Right. 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 And so I started looking and I realized that in a tablespoon of an oil, the usual oils that you buy everywhere, mm -hmm. in a tablespoon that is about 1%, half to 1% damaged by the processing, by the industry, right. you get more than a million damaged molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells. So in that one tablespoon, there are 60 quintillion damaged molecules mm. and all kinds of different kinds of damage. They're out of line with nature. Mm -hmm. Life never made a program to break them down. Mm -hmm. They pile up in your body. They mm -hmm. interfere with what needs to be going on in your body. And when you do that every day, two to four tablespoons, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and then you find out you have inflammatory conditions or cancer or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you say, well, I don't know what happened. I always ate good. <laughs> you know, and maybe you ate as good as you knew how. Right. But as good as you knew how was not, was not in line with what with uh, with with what health requires right and so fundamentally uh i just turned my phone off so so fundamentally fundamentally you need to not do that you need to go back to from where you are mm -hmm. whether you're, if you're frying go to boiling 
If you're boiling, go to steaming. If mm. you're steaming, go to raw as much as you can. Okay. And, for, and from wherever you're starting, head in the direction of more plant-based, less animal-based. Okay. Now, you don't have to necessarily get be completely vegan. If you go completely vegan, you need a B12 supplement. But you need to go from wherever you are in the direction of fresh, whole, raw, organic, mostly plant-based. And the research is very clear now. You want the longest life and the healthiest life, you do it on whole plant food, right. primarily whole food, plant-based. Right, right. That's the, that's the research. Right. Well, even like um, I follow the Blue Zones and their, their information. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. Yeah. And, and even I, though I they- I wear they, a shirt. I wear, wear a shirt from the zone. Hey, see, we're both blue today. Uh, we're, we're both wearing blue because we're audio. We do take some clips in here, but for yeah. most part, you're hearing us. So the blue zones, they don't necessarily talk about the diets being a vegetarian or vegan diet. But mm -hmm. what they do say is that if they're eating meat, it is a very minute amount mm -hmm. of meat. So we're, we're traditionally in, a, in the Western world, half our plate is meat. And then mm -hmm. the other half might be a starch, you know, a, 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 a carbohydrate starch, and then a little portion might be a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, and yeah, exactly. And right. if you think about it, like when maybe 100,000 years ago, mm -hmm. when we had nothing but rocks to hunt with, yeah. the hunters came home without meat most of the time. Yeah. In most places. Right. There were some where there was lots of meat, like mm -hmm. herds of buffalo and 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 on the steppes in in Africa, there were quite a few animals, so they they had more meat in their diet. But in most of the northern countries, mm -hmm. mostly oh. vegetables, because when you come home without meat, when the hunters come home without meat, then you get vegetables because they don't run away, they don't fight back, and they're really <laughs> easy to hunt down and kill. There, there you go. Well, and it, women women were the hunters. Really, hunted, women hunted the vegetables. Oh, well, okay. That, <laughs> the men that, hunted the meat, but they came home empty-handed a lot. And so, so, see, us women, we're always taking care of the men, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And fundamentally, it was, it was yeah. And, and women were smarter, too, because they <laughs> stuck to the vegetables. <laughs> they, they hunted right? the stuff that didn't run away. that <laughs> You yeah, could exactly. actually catch and, and yeah. take care of. So, yeah. um, so basically, we're getting back to you know, what comes from the earth. So what, if it mm -hmm. comes from the earth, then that is what, you know, is intended to be going into our body versus the stuff. If it's in a box, if it's yeah. in, you know, a fast food place, you know, this is yeah. just not things that are, were intended to go into our body. Yeah. Well, fresh whole raw organic is like the way a deer eats, right? The deer doesn't yeah. have a degree in nutrition. Right. And it doesn't go to a store where stuff has been sitting on a shelf for six months. <laughs> it, it actually wraps its tongue around a grass that's growing mm -hmm. and then cuts it off with its teeth. So this is like really fresh. Yeah, oh yeah. When you, go, when you get, when humans get fresh vegetables in their, in their supermarket, those vegetables are not fresh. No. If it's local food, they're like three, four, five, six, seven days old. If it's come in from other places, like... I live in Vancouver, mm -hmm. so oranges from Florida, they, be, they may be two years, two, sorry, two weeks old before they get to me, and they even picked up ripe. Yes. So they haven't even developed all the nutrient value. So our fresh is not fresh. No. 
So it's, my recommendation is that you to everybody who has a house tears up the lawn and plants vegetables in their garden. I, <laughs> that's good for the environment. It's good for the health. It's good for the kids to, to get used to things take time, you know, natural you, cycles. Did you, you know, see and, that? I'm sorry, did, did you see that study that they did here not too long ago? I'm trying to remember what community it was in, but the, the childhood obesity rate was really mm -hmm. high. And yeah. what they did is they went into the community and they planted community gardens and they had the children come in and be part of that process. Part of the, yeah. you know which one I'm talking about? No. Oh, but okay. It, but it makes, it, it's obvious which way, how that's going to turn out. Oh, yeah. The the obesity rate went from, I want to say, in the 40 percentile to down into single digits, mm -hmm. um, you know, because they were taught how to grow their own food, um, yeah. nurture it, take yeah. care of the environment, and then right. eat, you know, uh, and, their, and their plus, own produce. Plus, they get a little more exercise. Yes. Yes. You know, they're not sitting in front of their video games or whatever it is, their, their movies that they're watching. I love that. I love that. So you talk about there's the key to experiencing perfect health. Now, we just talked about food, um, yeah. you know, and what what we're intended to do and how we're intended to eat. But you take it much, much further. You yeah. know, when you talk about really experiencing that light within, can you yeah. talk to us about your yeah. eight step process? And that's the that's the long story. I was born during the Second World War in Europe. Okay. And we were refugees. I was not three yet. Mm. So we were refugees fleeing from the communist tanks and trucks mm -hmm. and fleeing down roads where there were only women and children in horse-drawn wagons. The men were all off to war or prisoner war mm -hmm. camps or dead or whatever. And there were no soldiers on those roads, but the Allies were using bomber, bomber planes to mm -hmm. shoot at the refugees. Mm. These were the good guys. Mm. They were shooting at us. So we were in in the crossfire between those two. And I don't remember a lot because it's pretty young. Two right. is pretty young. Right. But I just remember the fear, the anxiety, the the complete lack of anything that I felt I could depend on. Oh, yeah. And came out of that war, survived. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at it as a gift now. But, mm -hmm. it, but what it did was it made me very serious very early on. Mm -hmm. And when I was six years old, I was living in Germany and listening to people, adults argue about stupid things. I thought they were trivial mm -hmm. at six years old. So they must have been pretty trivial. And I said, man, there must be a way that human beings can live in harmony. And then the thought occurred to me, I'm going to find out how. Mm. That's been my driver all my life. From so six got, years when, old. Yeah, I was six years old. Wow. When I when it got came to studying, I went into science because science is about how things work. Right. And if you don't know what to depend on, if you know how they work, then you can learn how 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 to depend on them. Right. Then I went into biosciences because I wanted to know how creatures work. Mm -hmm. Then I went into psychology to figure out how thinking works. <laughs> and then finally, I went into self knowledge because I needed to know how I work. <laughs> I get that. That's my background. <laughs> that and was so all of that in the service of how can human beings live on this planet in harmony with nature, in harmony aligned with their own nature, mm -hmm. and in harmony with each other. Right. Because if if we don't if we don't get that we have to make it work for everybody, mm -hmm. then the people it doesn't work for 
This is why revolutions have happened every couple of generations. Mm -hmm. People it doesn't work for will eventually make sure it doesn't work for the people it works for either. Right. Right. And so we either gonna we're either gonna thrive together or we're all gonna <laughs> perish together. Right. And right. the of course the the how do you do that if the the core of it obviously is the teaching of the master mm-hmm. or masters mm-hmm. whether you call it enlightenment which is what the Buddhist called it mm-hmm. or you say your if your eye is single your body will be filled with light. What is that light? That is the light that is life, but that is also the light that is the master. Mm -hmm. The master lives in every human being as life. Life, the energy that keeps us alive, is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient in our body. Mm -hmm. And that's the definition of God. God in our body is life. Right. But we we don't live as though we were life. You know, if I say to somebody, if I pointed you and say, whose body is that? What do you say? What's your answer? Well, I would say it's God's body. Oh, yeah. See that most people would say it's my body. No, it's not because I'm but, I'm a soul living inside of this I, I understand. form. Right. I understand. But okay. most people, when I ask him to say it's my body. So, so should, should I back up? And- <laughs> but I'm making I'm making a point here and it'll it'll end up where you are. So. So then if you if you say this is your body, then you've just told me that you're not the body. Mm. So then the question is, okay, if you're not the body and in your language, you know that. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it, but you know mm-hmm. that. Then who are you? Right. And then the question, and then eventually you can't, comes down to, well, I'm life. Mm-hmm. You know, who is the owner? Mm-hmm. Well, life owns the body. Mm-hmm. Omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient in your body. Life is the is the power. Life is the presence. Life knows what to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And yes. you don't need to do a lot. No. You know, all I do is I, I decide what I stick in here. Mm-hmm. And after I swallow, life takes over. It does <laughs> the digestion. It does the absorption. It takes the molecules where they're needed in the different places in the body. Mm-hmm. It does the construction. It does the repair. It does the, the recycling, the cleanup. It runs the heartbeat and the and the circulation, the nerves and the conduction. You know, it runs everything. Right, right. And, and most of the time, I don't think about any of that stuff. Yes. Even if I have theoretical knowledge about how it works, I'm not making it work. Right. Life is making it work. So if I am life, then how well do I know myself as the owner of the body? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the idea is most people not very much, because in order to get to know the life that I am, I have to bring my awareness from my head, my mind, or my emotions, or the environment. I have to bring my awareness in to where that energy in me resides. Mm, yes. And there is the master. That yes. is the master. Life is the master in every human being. I love so that. So all of this stuff that we try to be true to, we need to become. Right. Not just follow some rules, but to become that. Mm-hmm. And if 8 billion people knew life as their personal presence, mm-hmm. they would feel so good 
mm-hmm. and so whole. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I call that perfect health. Life is life. The energy of life is perfect health because mm-hmm. it never gets sick. Right. It never dies. Whenever you're sick, you're not sick. Just your body is sick. Right. Right. In fact, you could say, you know what? I am completely healthy, mm-hmm. but my body has some problems. Right. <laughs> well, right? And, and exactly. Don't own that. And in fact, and in fact, my body could be completely wrecked and on its way out. Mm-hmm. And my mind, my thinking could be completely disorganized. Mm-hmm. And my social situation could be completely dysfunctional. And my environment could be a disaster area. Mm-hmm. And life, that energy, that master, that power would be completely unaffected by any of that and would still be whole and perfect. Hmm. How cool is it that hmm. there's such, something like that in us? I love that. I love that. I had a, a friend of mine, oh, uh, several years ago, ask me a question and see if I'm, I'm resonating right with what you're teaching hmm. and talking to us about is... What she talked to me about is when you pray, mm-hmm. where are you praying to? Yeah. Where, you know, what are, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, I guess I'm looking up to heaven, you know, and she's mm-hmm. like, why? That's not where he is. Mm-hmm. He's here, you know, mm-hmm. and pointing yeah, to the heart, I'm, which is, it, I think, right. the same kind of principle, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. And, and life is the unconditional lover right. of your body. Yes. Life, your soul is your soulmate. Yes. Oh, right? I love that. Yeah, your soul is your soulmate. Mm. And, and if you want to know how to be an unconditionally loving, how would you know if you didn't experience unconditional love yourself? When you get in touch with life, you experience unconditional love for your body. Yes. And when, you, when I experience that, and I feel taken care of. Guess what? I stop being a, a getter where I look at everything as, what can I do that'll get me taken care of? Because I don't feel taken care of because right. I'm disconnected from what's taking care of me. Right. When I actually get get connected, reconnected mm-hmm. to that, then it's like, okay, well, it doesn't have to be about me anymore. <laughs> I'm taken care of. What needs to be done around here? Where can I help? That's where unconditional love starts from connecting, reconnecting to the core of our own being, to the life energy, to the master within us. And whether you call him Buddha or Jesus or Krishna or call it nothing. Right. We're still talking about the same indwelling power and indwelling Mm -hmm. wisdom that we all have. Should we choose to turn to it? Right. To do that, we have to sit still sometimes and bring our awareness home. Hey there, I wanted to take a minute to talk about the everyday products you are using in your home. Many of us are label hunting. They're examining every product in the house to make sure it's toxic free. And I totally understand that, hey, we're not all scientists and maybe we just want that easy button to help pick the right products. That's why I aligned with Young Living, a whole health and wellness company that has all the clean products you know. From essential oils to personal care products, makeup, supplements, items for kids and babies, and the list goes on. Almost any everyday item you could think of using. And the best part is, Young Living's products are seed to seal. They're backed by high quality standards. 
They're the leader in the industry and one of the only essential oil companies that have their own farms. I've been there, they're incredible. These are great natural products that you can use right at home. If you wanna shop worry-free for home products, click my link in the show notes and see the quality products from Young Living. You said something that I, I just wanna bring more to light here right now, that when you're in touch with your light, you're not a getter. You're looking at what can I do? How can mm-hmm. I give? How can I serve? How can, and, and that to me, in my humble opinion, is what's wrong with the world today is there are so many people going around with the gimme, gimme, gimme. And it's, it's, you know, I have to take, 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 you know, attitude instead of seeing that they are part of a greater whole they're part of a bigger picture and that that you will receive what you need when you are of service to others uh yes but i would uh i i i'm a little different on that okay the the service to others comes naturally out of feeling whole within myself yes so before i run out and serve others i want to sit down get still, feel whole, mm-hmm. because now I'm in a place where I can do what needs to be done without saying, yeah, but it has to take care of me too, because I feel taken care of. There you go. So often we say, well, if you help enough other people get what they want, then you'll get what you want. That's a little bit backwards. Well, And the, and the thing is, if I'm not fully present in my own being, mm-hmm. I have far less to give right. than when I'm fully present in all the gifts that I came into the world loaded with. Absolutely. Right? They're all divine, and they're all divine gifts. Absolutely. And I should say, when I say your get, you know, you mm-hmm. are blessed far more than what you give out there. That that's, you know, oh, sure. the, the thing I find over and over and yeah. over again is that it it's not. It, I'm always blessed when I go out with an attitude of blessing others and being of service. It it is coming back tenfold in blessings to me in my life. Right. And and that's true. And you can also go and say, okay, I feel blessed. I feel blessed. I feel blessed. Mm -hmm. And, and hope that in saying that you will get to the feeling of feeling blessed. Right. Or you, if you bring your awareness inside, no words, Mm -hmm. And you feel blessed. Mm-hmm. And when you feel it, it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Right? Because <laughs> yes. you're not trying to talk yourself into something. You've discovered something that's always been there. Yes. Waiting for you to come home. Now, uh. how does that happen? How does that happen? When I was in my mother's womb, there was nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. There was nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Everything was taken care of. And it was pretty safe. Right. 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 I think that's a pretty good. I call it the Buddha tank. Because okay. it just sounds like a, a nice word. And so where was my awareness? My awareness, because it wasn't anywhere for it to go. It was inside, mm-hmm. at rest, within mm-hmm. the body, mm-hmm. in its source, mm-hmm. in life. So I, I spent the first nine months of my life in the bliss state. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Then, then we got born. Mm-hmm. And now we have to get to know the world. And 
the way we were created, awareness goes out to change automatically because we have to learn how to survive. And anytime something changes, you got to check it out because is this danger or is this okay or is this nothing? Right. Or is this something I need to attend to? Right. And so what happened in the process of, of growing up and learning to live in the world, we went from being present inside and absent outside in our with our awareness. Right. We went to being present outside and absent inside. And when we got disconnected from our our own core, heartache began. Oh, yeah. Or the feeling of not enough began, or the feeling of loss began. Yeah. Because we lost something. We lost right. connection to ourselves. Right. And whenever we have heartache or yearning or striving or sorrow or grief because something on the outside that we've come to depend on ends, mm -hmm. and everything on the outside will end. Oh, yeah. Then we're back to our original law. It's not about the, those things. It's we're back to our original loss of ourselves. Yeah. And so what I say to people is whenever you feel that heartache in your chest, everybody knows it. We have mm -hmm. thousands of words for it, mm -hmm. depending on what the context is. Mm -hmm. When you feel that, that's your heart calling your awareness to come back home to life. Mm. Right? That's beautiful. And yes. instead of what we do is we don't like that feeling. And so we either distract ourselves from it, entertainment or or whatever it is, we, we have a lot of distractions. We Either do. we distract ourselves from it, or we try to deny it, mm -hmm. or we try to ignore it, or we try to blame it on somebody. Mm. And what mm -hmm. I'm saying is, no, 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 no. This is a natural part of your process. Every human being goes through that. This ache that you feel and don't like is actually the greatest gift you've been given other than being alive, mm. because it it is that feeling that calls you to come home to yourself, to your master, to your God, to, you know, to, to, mm -hmm. to your reality, to mm -hmm. your core. So instead of denying it or distracting yourself, what I say to people is when you feel it, sit with it, yes. feel it. It will not hurt you. It will not kill you. you it may be a little uncomfortable. Feel it mm -hmm. and accept it and embrace it and acknowledge it and maybe even be grateful for it because of the power that it has to call you home. Mm -hmm. And then if you sit with that and you, you sit without judgment in that feeling, mm -hmm. that far behind it is what you're looking for. That far behind it is your connected self. It's just a tiny tiny little bit between the fingernails is what he's showing us. yeah yeah it's less than a hair's breadth right you have some people listening with a picture right yes yeah it's less than a hair's breadth mm. that's how close you are to your state of peace state of love unconditional mm -hmm. love state of contentment mm -hmm. within you mm -hmm. from life mm -hmm. that's why it's such a gift mm. and it's not only is it you know, if you think about it, when you get that feeling, when you feel blue or heartbroken or whatever you call it, it grounds you, makes you simple, gets you out of your head. Right. That's good. Right. Second, it's your driving force. In fact, everything you're doing, most people are doing in the world, and in, whether it's greed or murder or 
or making a, a, a ton of money or or getting status or or having six children and 14 wives or you know whatever it is that we're driven to do mm-hmm. is always in the hope that when we accomplish something on the outside somehow we will feel whole again yes and it never happens no so we set big goals we accomplish the goals we buck, bust our butt to accomplish them and when we accomplish them we get maybe 3 days where we say oh yeah i did it <laughs> right, right? Yes. and then that ache is back yep and then it goes okay well maybe i wasn't thinking big enough or maybe i was thinking in the wrong direction so then we come up with another goal and another goal and another goal and another goal and a lot of people spend lifetimes mhm chasing goals on the outside that are already fulfilled on the inside. Yes. This is the big this is the cosmic joke. And right. the damage we do to our our ourselves, to each other, to our to the environment, whether we do it in politics or we do it in mm-hmm. business or we do it in 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 what in whatever way we do it, all of the problems that we've caused on the planet mm-hmm. come from our disconnection from ourselves. and in order to change it we the first order of business is we have to bring our awareness back home to our wholeness and out of the state of being of wholeness we will build a world that is a reflection of that wholeness and out of the state of disconnection we have built a world that is a reflection of our state of disconnection oh, yeah. so this the world doesn't have a problem we got the problem Oh yeah. We're the only problem here. Oh yeah. What is our central problem is our disconnection from our life within ourselves. Okay. So we don't even have to go anywhere to fix it. No. You no. know and and corona, I think corona in one way, I mean lots of problems with it, but in one way a huge gift. It's a reset for the human race. Mm-hmm. Corona pulled it off in 3 months that not that something that that the masters have not been able to do in their lifetime or after their lifetime mm-hmm. put everybody on hold mm-hmm. and made it clear that if you can't go outside maybe you can go inside mm. and when you go inside the quality of your life changes and the mm-hmm. direction of your life changes out of that quality so that's uh that's a long answer to a short question that was the that's that's so and why my war was a gift yes is because it got me looking really early yes right yes. and so and and so my whole drive has been how how is it possible in we don't want a war no but how is it possible to live in harmony together help each other help each other enhance the quality of life because it's a limited gift mhm one day your body will be gone Right. So, but between the time you were born and the time you die or your body dies, mm-hmm. you have choices. Mm-hmm. About how your life is going to be. And it's mostly choices that run in accordance to belief system. Right. Belief yes. system. Right. But if you can go even deeper and say, you know what? Your life is bliss and ecstasy and fulfillment and wholeness and uh unbelievably rich feeling mhm prosperous mhm in its nature mhm not mm-hmm. to you know and not to have to learn that right. but just to discover it by by reconnecting to it and that's the goal that's the goal and that's the that's the track 
that that I, started for me in the Second World War. I love that. I just absolutely love everything about that. And I, I keep thinking about inner peace, you know, mm -hmm. that that feeling that we feel with that inner light that to me, you know, mm -hmm. I've always called it that inner peace. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when I'm not feeling that inner peace is when I'm out here. Mm hmm. Because you know, the inner peace is inside. Right, right. That's why you it's know. called inner peace, right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right? the thing. And, and here's the thing that's really interesting to me, is when I started learning how to sit still, mm -hmm. so you do nothing, become everything. Mm -hmm. Being is more important than doing, because you can be without doing, but you can't do without being. So being is more foundational. So we need to spend time in being. When I started doing that, Mm. I, st I, I realized, first of all, there is peace within me. And it's a feeling. It's an experience. It's mm -hmm. a state of being. Right. Then it's like, okay, but you know what? That state of being is everywhere. Peace has always been everywhere. Mm -hmm. Even in the middle of a war, there is peace. Yes. But the people that are in the war are not focused on the peace. They're focused on an idea in their head. You're my enemy. I'm going to kill you. Mm -hmm. And the other one is that I, you are my enemy. I'm going to kill you. Mm -hmm. So they're they're focused, and and the idea is that peace is always everywhere, mm -hmm. but only peace knows that. So if you don't know, if you don't get that peace is everywhere, mm -hmm. it means you need to go deeper into your own being, and because you can only know that when you are peace. And that Love piece it. is, that's even deeper than life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so out, of, out of peace or out of the field or out of God mm -hmm. comes life, mm -hmm. energy. And then out of that, and then the energy is the power that creates everything else. That, that is just beautiful. So, so we, you have the answer, right? You know what yeah. the solution is. So yeah. then my, my question becomes... How do you spread that message? How, well, how many people? Do, how many people listen to your podcast? Uh, well, each episode is five hundred ish or so. You know, and we're yep, and we're increasing rapidly here right now. Okay, so, so so how do we spread the message? We're doing it right now. We just did it. This is Absolutely. the conversation because to begin with, you know, if you want peace or you want to be healthy or mm -hmm. you want to feel whole. The first thing you have to understand is that you already got that stuff in you. Mm -hmm. It's already there. I mean, you don't have to look over in the corner for it. You don't <laughs> yeah. have to run anywhere for it. You don't have to chase anything down. You don't have to create it. Thank God you don't have to create it. Right. It's right. already within you. Mm -hmm. It's just your awareness wandered off like everybody's did. Right. Bring it home. Bring it home. Sit still. And I literally, literally say, sit still. Sit in your blues. Mm. That's, and feel it. That and is, slip, slip behind it. What yes. you're looking for, you already have. What you're really looking for, you already have. Yeah. The most important thing in your life, you already have. You came loaded with it. Mm -hmm. It was a gift from the universe that created everything and created us the way it did and made our journey the way it is. Mm -hmm. And when you're present in all of your being in that journey, 
you you guaranteed no matter what's going on on the outside you're going to have an absolutely amazing beautiful wonder-filled awe-filled magnificent life <laughs> it doesn't mean you're going to be famous doesn't mean you're going to be really really you're going to have a lot of money in the bank doesn't mean any of that mm -hmm. you could be one of the poor kids in the sub-sahara mm -hmm. that beautiful feeling and how cool is that no mm -hmm. matter what's going on by culture by politics by business by religion even mm -hmm. no matter what's going on every human being has been given the same magnificent gift mm -hmm. and has access to that magnificent gift every human being because it's already inside of them yes it's looking out through our eyes we're just not looking at what's looking out through our eyes right right right, right. And if you're going to be if you're going to be poor and hungry you might as well be rich inside and yes. maybe if when we all when we all become a little richer inside we'll make sure that everybody's fed yes but even if you're not fed you know even if you're on your deathbed something in you is magnificent yes and wouldn't it be nice instead of being afraid of death and afraid of dying and all of which we're all gonna gonna um Experience. have to deal with right that you would that you're actually enjoying the the beauty of existence mm -hmm. as long as you have it yes yes i think that i think that is just absolutely amazing and i i could not agree more strongly with with what you talk about um you know it's I have always felt like when we're when when we're going through that life and and you know because most people are living that life that you've described it's it's they're searching for the next greatest whatever it is yeah. the next greatest and their and, and and their own even their own happiness even their yeah. own you know well being is always dependent on something outside and that's right. that's, that's just conditional happiness right. You know, and and unconditional happiness is built in, right? And then people, when when they don't get what they want from what they do, sometimes they get depressed or they get mm -hmm. anxious or they get all kinds of emotional dramas and traumas going on. Addictions when what they're looking and, for is inside of them. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and, and what it you know, and I you know, if I was the creator, mm -hmm. I would set it up that way. <laughs> Perfect setup. Perfect setup. <laughs> that everybody is that everybody who's alive has the gift yeah everybody was chosen mm -hmm. you know we talk about oh you know these are chosen and we're the chosen ones and you know the jews and the italians and the germans everybody says well i'm chosen 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 this is a cultural thing but the mm -hmm. truth is life chose every creature that's alive so yes. we are all chosen the yes. entire planet yes. covered by chosen lives yes, yes. Right. And so why not? Why wouldn't we want to treat them all with mm -hmm. respect? Right. Treat them I, all with love. Yes. And help where we can. And you know, not right? this isn't just human beings either, you know, mm -hmm. that, that you're talking about. These are, you know, all of the animals, everything that has life, you know, is is chosen, at, you know, with your your terminology there. And and I think that's so important when we can look at people you know especially in the climate that we live in today if we can look at people i look i like to look at people as 
everyone is a child of God, period, end of story. I don't care where you come from, um, but you are a child of God. And therefore, love. And and if you talk to the the God in the child, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a very different experience than if you deny it. Yes. Right? Yes. So talk to, you know, talk to, talk to the master in every human being. Mm -hmm. Talk Mm -hmm. to Jesus or talk to Christ in every human being. Talk to Buddha in every human being. Mm -hmm. You know, and, but most important, have your own experience of that inner reality. First. Yeah. I love that. Because you can't, because you can't give what you ain't got, right? Yeah. Amen. Can't teach, Amen. Can't teach learned. <laughs> that is so true. We are coming up to the end Homework. of our time. I, I seriously could talk with you for hours on end. I just, mm. I love your message. I love um, what you're sharing here is, is I'm in full alignment with that. Yeah. What, first of all, if people want to get a hold of you, mm-hmm. where, where do we go? Where, what do we do? Okay, I I'm I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and mm-hmm. um, and uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Not hard to find Udo Rasmus. I have two websites. One is called Udo's Choice, U D O S Choice. Mm-hmm. Com, and that's where the products are: the oil, oil blend, enzymes, probiotics, mm-hmm. the other stuff I work with, and information about what they are and what they do. Okay, and then I have another website. It's called the Udo. T-H-E-U-D-O dot com. And we have some courses on it and uh, and um, there's some freebies on it and there's a whole bunch of stuff. I have got to have a couple of books. The book that we're talking about right now, it's, it's an overview book of the whole area of mm-hmm. what affects health. It's called The Book on Total Sexy Health, The Eight Key Parts Designed by Nature. And sexy, I use sexy in the in the ter- aside from the fact that sex is holy too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's a whole other story that we could spend a few <laughs> hours on. But I call it sexy because sexy is the power word. Yes, it is. And it's not only about genitals; it's mm-hmm. about energy. Oh, it's yeah. It's about presence. It's about full on. Mm-hmm. It's about noticeable. It's about attractive. Mm-hmm. And every uh, awareness. And the energy we talked about and inspiration and food and fitness and uh, how we deal with crisis and how we, uh, you know, who we spend time with and how we, how we are in social interactions and how we live in the environment mm-hmm. and how we are with the big picture mm-hmm. of a little terminal body in an infinite, mm-hmm. uh, endless universe. Each one of those eight has a different nature and a different function needs a different kind of attention on a regular basis, goes off in a different way and responds to a different kind of intervention. Mm -hmm. And each one of those eight confers a part of your presence to you. Mm -hmm. And when you get out of line with it, you lose that part. Right. And when you get back in line, you get it back. That's the model, right? I I love that. And, and, uh, and, And the goal is that you wanna be fully present in all of your being, and your surroundings, and not lost in thoughts in your head. And when you're fully present in all of your being and your surroundings, you can respond to what's going on effectively, and you end up having the most incredible life. Mm 
You know how they say when, when, when you get present in your own life and you feel taken care of because you are, mm-hmm. that's when your everything begins to fall together, fall in line, fall mm-hmm. in place mm-hmm. for for a magnificent life. I love both that. on the inside and the outside. You have been just incredible mm-hmm. with just great insight and and really you know spreading this message to to all those i know there are so many people that need to hear this message about Um, eight billion billion (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly well let's keep it moving um thank you so much for coming on the show thank you for sharing how we can connect with you um make sure you go to the the website to get the you know the free uh content that he has i know i'm going to be getting in there and getting the book uh, as i want to definitely be reading that um i'm just so appreciative of you of you giving us your time well thank you it's been fun That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator, and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com, and remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.